0: So what does this mean when we therefore say Jesus is risen, he has defeated death, he has defeated evil, and he has now poured out his spirit and he's called us to follow him and to know life today in all its fullness. The traditional model of the Christian church is you confess your sin and you repent before God because I have lived my life as if I'm the only one on this planet and it all revolves around me. I come to the place of saying, yes, God is God, and uh, he brings meaning to life, and I ask Jesus to live in my heart. And then I carry on living with a little bit of Christian veneer on the top of that. I go to church on Sunday, I maybe belong to a group, and I have a lot of rules and regulations, which is really actually not a true reflection of what Jesus said. He said, follow me. He said, I won't live in your heart. You are to follow me. I am your Lord, I am your God, I am your King. And we've got that distorted, because ultimately if evil is true and Satan is real, every single thing that is stated by God, stated by Jesus, will be challenged. So Satan's greatest weapon is to sow doubt and unbelief into the hearts of everybody. And as soon as we say we're going to follow Jesus, he's going to uh, want to attack us. Now what is God's uh, purpose? God's purpose is to say you do not have to, you, you're going to live in this prison camp, because that's the nature of the world. It is fallen and it is part of the Prince of Darkness domain. However, you can live in this prison camp as freely as Jesus lived on earth, as he was related to the Father and as he was empowered with the authority of the Father. I remember speaking to people a, a while ago that when I was going through a real dark place, I found myself wearing prison clothes again. I felt I was back in Egypt, full of despair and full of abandonment issues. And it was like God said to me, John, open your, your, your shirt. And as I opened my shirt, which were prison clothes, I saw a Superman, Superman emblem on my chest. And he said, you've lost sight of your identity, who you are. And as soon as you understand your identity, that Jesus has died on the cross for you, he's risen for you, you are his child, and you stand in that authority, the prison guards around you, as, you, as it were, have to let you go. And he just said, walk out of here. And therefore the whole of Christianity, the essence of Christianity is understanding that once you have said yes to Jesus, you live under an authority that actually sets you free. And you don't have to be subject to the power of darkness. But the power of darkness always challenges that and says, yes you do. And that's why we need to encourage each other to understand who we are in Jesus. As Colossians 1.13-14 says, He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness, and brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption the for forgiveness of sins. So it's about what God has done in us and for us that makes it so powerful. And that's why when Jesus said, talked about praying, He said, God's kingdom come on earth, His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How did God demonstrate through Jesus His power, His life, His authority? He healed the sick, He delivered people from demons, he opened the eyes of the blind. He made the lame walk. He transformed lives. And it is the same today. One of the things that happens in the Christian church is it, it has become, uh, in the Western church particularly, a case of, I, I believe in Jesus, I ask him to forgive my sin, I ask him into my heart, and I carry on my life, and the rest of it is, now I know that I go to heaven when I die, and I have eternal life. Well, that's not the gospel. That's not what Jesus came to do. He said, uh, I come that you might have life now, that heaven begins on earth now, that you can know my authority and power now. And uh, the norm is the kingdom of God has come wherever Jesus is present. And therefore, every Christian should know the power of God that actually helps them uh, take ground. If you want to look at it another way, the promised land is an analogy of our lives. And so Jesus and God says, um, as you walk into the promised land, as you walk with me into your life, I will help you take ground and redeem uh, a lot that has been lost over the years to evil or to abuse or to misuse of life, whatever it is. So it's about learning how to live free in a land that is uh, still under occupied, occupying forces. And the freedom and authority in the name of Jesus is what will cause uh, evil uh, to move off and and, uh, not have power over us. But that is not something that's intuitive. That's not something that uh, we naturally come to. We have to learn how to walk in freedom, just as the people of Israel had to learn how to walk out of slavery into the Promised Land. And that is uh, what we're going to spend the next uh, Months talking about us. How can we be increasingly free or increasingly empowered? How can the kingdom of God be seen among us? Because ultimately, the thing that's going to most convince other people of the reality of God is not only seeing the love of Jesus in our lives, but is also seeing the power of God at work, undoing uh, the work of evil. And therefore, we should expect people to be healed, we should expect people to be set free. We should expect people to uh, find uh, a new hope and a new life in Jesus that is beyond just uh, they're gritting their teeth and trying to do the best they can. Because when Jesus walked and, and the disciples walked in Acts, we read it all the time, they touched people and their lives were changed. And that was the power of God that says, I have come to undo what Satan keeps doing to you, which is oppressing and, and imprisoning you in sickness and in despair. And we have lost that in the West. If you want to look at what are signs of God's kingdom, there are a few of them I'll just give you as we finish this talk. Uh, One is that that your relationship with Jesus uh, is more intimate and you begin to know God not as just a creator and a force that is abstract and impersonal, but God is your Father. God is a loving Father who loves you more than anybody else you can imagine. Another sign of the kingdom is that heaven begins on earth. That We taste a sense of the freedom and the power of God's kingdom. If we um, imagine traveling to another land and you imagine, uh, say, going on a Canadian passport is very respected around the world. Uh, if you say you're a Canadian citizen, uh, that might protect you from some things that the local inhabitants might not be protected from. And there's an authority that comes with being a citizen of the kingdom of God uh, that the de- the demonic and evil actually understands and respects reluctantly. But nevertheless, they won't touch you. But the key is knowing that authority for yourself, walking in confidence of that. And, and, and we need to help each other get there. There's a victory over evil. There are signs of healing. Uh, prisoners are set free. That means people are set free from uh, painful memories. People are set free from affliction. People are set free from all kinds of things that uh, we would normally say we never, lo- we, we we are never able to be free of. A lot of the Christian gospel in the West again has been emasculated into um, holding hands for those who are sick and and walking them to the threshold of death. There's been so little power manifest. Whereas if you go to Africa or Asia. Uh, Even today especially, the power of God is is much more obviously present. Uh, There's power and there's hope uh, and expectancy of life that that the kingdom of God brings with meaning and purpose. Uh, And there's a spiritual growth from the inside out uh, that helps us see the world in a very different way than maybe we would naturally uh, see it. When God starts opening the eyes of our hearts, and and gets us to look at life, it becomes very different uh, from what uh, we normally see. So these are just some areas where spiritual warfare is about how to live in the prison camp, which is this world, in a manner uh, that celebrates freedom and celebrates the authority of Jesus and the victory of Jesus. Uh, Ultimately, it's about Jesus saying, if you demonstrate your commitment to me and you demonstrate Merely by understanding that you are my child. You are a child of God. Uh, you will have an authority over evil that you would not have otherwise. I'm sorry this is a bit confused because it's, as I said right at the beginning, meant to go with a slide presentation. But I just wanted to put something down for those of you uh, who missed uh, the presentation as part of our introductory and laying of our foundation Uh, to this whole uh, discussion that is so challenging for us in the West to grasp, that is the reality of spiritual power, the reality of evil, the reality of demonic, and the reality, the very deep reality of the power of God that raised Jesus from the dead and also empowers us uh, to know a life and a power over evil that we probably um, totally underestimate. So, Father, we pray that in these next days and months uh, we will see with new eyes the world as you see it. And we bless you for your faithfulness and your patience with us. And we look forward to all that you're going to reveal in your power and your name. Amen.